The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. One of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him thirty pieces of silver. and From that time on, he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples approached Jesus and said, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My appointed time draws near. In your house I shall celebrate the Passover with my disciples. The disciples then did as Jesus had ordered and prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Amen, I say to you, one of, one of you will betray me. Deeply distressed at this, they began to say to him, one after another, Surely it is not I, Lord. He said in reply, He who has dipped his hand into the dish with me is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had never been born. Then Judas, his betrayer, said in reply, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. He answered, You have said so. The Gospel of Isaiah speaks of the suffering servants, the faithful servants, who do not defend himself, but rather opens himself to suffering. But knowing that God is there, and God will remain, he is near who upholds my right. If anyone wishes to oppose me, let us appear together. Who will prove me wrong? Today's gospel, we have Judas. Today, as you may remember, is commonly referred to as Spy Wednesday, the day when Judas agreed to betray our Lord. For 30 pieces of silver, we always betray God for far less than his value, which is infinite. 30 pieces of silver, but again, it's prophetic. He agrees to do this. And at the Last Supper, there is this confrontation. Uh, Our Lord announces that he will be betrayed by one of his own. Notice that, too. I've mentioned this before. In every single gospel, Judas is referred to at least once and sometimes twice as one of the twelve. One of the twelve who emphasized the intimacy that undoubtedly was there at one time and was meant to remain, but somewhere in Judas died. That can happen to anyone. Uh, So one of the twelve. It's interesting. St. John's Gospel refers to him that way at the end of the Bread of Life discourse in the sixth chapter. Judas's treachery often seems to be attached to the Eucharist, at least if not directly, indirectly. And um, 
so here we, we are at the Eucharist, and we, our Lord announces his betrayal. And of course the disciples, as you know, uh, realize that in the presence of divinity, none of us can be certain of our own innocence. So they begin to ask, surely it is not I, Lord. They don't even know who it is. It might be, what could, could be them. Human nature being what it is. And our Lord says, he who just dipped his hand into the dish with me is the one who will betray me. Again, someone very close will betray me. Uh, someone who is supposed to love me. An intimate. We really can't, I think, understand hatred except in the context of love. That uh, Judas was called to love. And somewhere again, his hatred, his love turned to hatred. For many reasons, we think greed, jealousy, who knows. Uh, but it did. And so our Lord then warns them. He's always reaching out, even to Judas. He reaches out again and again to try to bring him back, as he does to us. And he says, it would be better for that man if he had never been born. And then Judas asks the question again. Notice the other ones had said, surely it is not I, Lord. Judas said, surely it is not I, Rabbi. Because only with the, with the power of the Holy Spirit can we call Jesus Lord. Uh, and our Lord answers him. He says, you have said so. He acknowledges that, yes, you are the one. Uh, it might have surprised Judas. Judas might have thought that the Lord wouldn't know him. But imagine, after all that time with him, think the Lord wouldn't know him straight through. But he wouldn't know all of them as they are. Nobody knows them as, as, as the Lord knows them. And nobody knows us as the Lord knows us. So the Lord then says, yes, you have said so. Um, imagine having to live with this man for so long, knowing what he was, and yet he did. Uh, when the moment comes, even then he reaches out again to Judas. Uh, but Judas has long since lost himself. Remember that of the two of them, St. Peter and Judas, both of them repented Peter repented to the Lord, Judas repented to himself and despaired. He was sorry, but he saw no hope. Uh, the Lord was there waiting for him even then. I mentioned before, the one stained glass window or painting we will never see is the repentance of Judas, uh, kneeling before the Lord and asking for forgiveness. Uh, it's, very, it's, it's particularly tragic since uh, our Lord called him to be an apostle, not a traitor. He was meant to be Saint Judas, uh, but lost hope. May we never lose hope. As long as we have the Lord, there's no reason to. Let us pray. For the church throughout the world, that her members will always be visible signs of the Lord's uh, redemptive love, the paschal mystery of his suffering, death, and resurrection, of that unique love, especially the church suffering and the church in our own country, we pray to the Lord. Lord For all nations of the world, especially our own, that they may come to know Jesus Christ, to know repentance, and to know forgiveness, we pray to the Lord. Lord For all those who are sick and suffering, the lonely, the frustrated, and the confused, that they in particular will know that they are united to the Lord in his sufferings. 
for those who are greatly tempted, for those who have lost faith and light, we pray to the Lord. Lord for greater respect for human life, we pray to the Lord. Lord for an increase in vocations to priesthood and the consecrated life, especially from our own parish and diocese, and those young men and women who will heroically respond to the call of God, particularly in difficult circumstances. For a greater reverence for the prophetic nature of marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. Lord for our administrator, our future bishop, our deacons, priests, seminarians, and the American hierarchy, that they above all will be heroic figures in a darkened world, be signs of repentance and signs of redemptive love, we pray to the Lord. Lord for the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, for all who have died in the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster, and especially those who have died recently in acts of terrorism. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. And for all of us here, that we will always remain faithful to the Lord, especially in moments when it is painful and requires great sacrifice, we pray to the Lord. Lord, We now join our prayers to those of the Mother of Sorrows as we sing. (laughs) 